What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of Raised on Retro. It's been a while since we came out with a new episode. Um, but here it is. Today's the day. And today we're going to be talking about uh, virtual reality. Well, we called this episode VRR, Virtual Retro Reality. And this is just all about our thoughts and experiences with virtual reality. Because personally, I love it. And so we just want to talk about that today. I'm Dad. Uh, right here with me, we got my son. Trey, yep. Trey's here, and we're excited to give y'all another episode. But first, Trey has something cool to tell y'all about. Um, We just opened a Spotify account, Raised on Retro, same as the same as the account name that you're used to listening to all our podcasts on. Just look up Raised on Retro on Spotify. You'll find our account, and we've made a playlist for you all to go listen to. Right now, it's a work in progress, so we're still adding songs. But feel free to like it and follow the Raised on Retro Spotify account. And you can come and keep up with all our songs, listen to it. Just give us recommendations on the email if you want. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Anything you'd like, just have fun with that Spotify playlist. I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, so this is just a really cool idea that kind of gives some interaction uh, or a way for us to give something extra to you guys. Trey came up with this idea about making a Spotify playlist that we can share and people can go like. Um, and we're just, it's going to be an evolving thing where we're just always going to be adding some of our favorite video game theme songs or, or video game related music. Just um, some of our favorite stuff that relates to the podcast that's music. We're going to put it on that playlist. So please go check it out. Search uh, Raised on Retro on Spotify. You'll find the playlist. Like it. Add it to your uh, to your playlist. and That'd be awesome. Um, one thing. One more thing I want to add about the Spotify playlist. I don't want it to be you know just about us. Just about our gaming sure. music. I want to be involved with the Raised on Retro fans. The Raised on Retro community. Definitely. So any song recommendations, just find a way yeah. to reach out to us on social media, on our email, any way you can. Reach out to us. Give us your favorite video game music, and we'll add it. I'll tell you right now, uh, that's perfect. Um, and so just here's how you can contact us. Uh, email account is RaisedOnRetroPodcast. That's at gmail.com. Send us your favorite uh, songs, video game songs, theme songs, whatever it is that's related to video games. Send those to us. We'll add them on the uh, Spotify playlist. And then also we have a TikTok account. Now we haven't posted anything on there yet. That's mm. also a work in progress. But follow us on TikTok, Raised oh, yeah. on Retro. Yeah, look for us on TikTok. TikTok's awesome. We're going to be doing more on there. So that'll be cool. All right, um, today's episode is all about virtual reality, and kind of what kicked this off um, was the PSVR 2 comes out the 22nd in two mm -hmm. days. So I was like, perfect timing. Let's make an episode on virtual reality. Um, and so just some of the background 
what we want to start out with is just kind of give you our personal impressions and experiences with virtual reality and then we'll just continue the conversation from there so i guess i'll start it off by saying what's kind of crazy about virtual reality i have a pretty a fairly long history with it because virtual reality was a concept that came out in the late 80s and so growing up it was always like this future tech that would be here in 10 years 15 years 20 years well it's finally here and even though it's still uh new it's new tech now you know it's kind of hitting phase two i would say you know things are definitely getting much better um, but it's just cool that it's it's finally here you know looking at old video game magazines and stuff when i was younger you would see like this concept of virtual reality and even like uh, i can remember going to some like bigger like theme park related places or arcades maybe like a disney world or i can't remember but i remember having some some virtual reality experiences back then and it was kind of crazy where you would go in this room and you would put this headset over your head um, and you would play like this simulation tank and the the graphics were minimal i'm talking about just like green graphics similar to like an atari but in that virtual reality environment so it was very basic stuff but it was still cool then experiencing that and then to see where we are today and so that's just for me personally cool to see that we're like here now it's it's in every you know it's in a lot of people's homes it's still growing rapidly um but you can experience it at home and not have to go to some crazy theme park or something and pay twenty dollars to play this basic game for 10 minutes um and so when virtual reality kind of became a mainstream thing i can remember it was um you know of course you had the vive and the oculus and those early headsets um i was like well you know the you had to have the pc you had to buy the expensive headset and that's like that's that's a lot to jump into some new tech that you don't know is it gonna fail soon is it going to be supported for long so i wasn't ready to jump that deep into it i was always interested in it so i was researching and stuff but i remember um what i did is go out and bought the little samsung i don't remember what it's gear vr gear vr so you would just buy this little this little um, headset, like VR headset, had the lenses in it, but you would use your phone as the screen and it would simulate VR. So that was like maybe 50 to 100 bucks. I was like, okay, I can do that and try to s- and see and you know understand that it's not gonna be at the level of those expensive headsets, but at least it would give me uh, some kind of experience where I could you know gauge from my own on if it's cool if it's not do i want to save some money up to get a better uh some better hardware and so i liked it i liked it uh i don't remember what it was i played but i was playing like disc golf with some people online and this was using a phone and a cheap little gear vr strap headset thing and from there 
uh, it wasn't long after that PlayStation announced they were coming out with PSVR, and I already had a, a PlayStation 4, and so did some research on it. Uh, and again, money-wise, I was like, this, this is, you know, I'm willing to spend 500 bucks and get a better experience. Works with the PlayStation. I don't have to go buy any extra hardware. Um, and once I tried that, I was sold on it. And so I'll stop there and me and Trey will go back and forth. But that was kind of that PlayStation first PlayStation VR sold me on virtual reality, man. And I've got some great just memories and experiences from that. So you can chime in now on kind of what you, how you experience VR, what your thoughts were. Sure. Um, VR has always been a futuristic concept. Um, I feel like no matter how far you look back, gaming wise, um, somebody has had this idea of being in the virtual world. Almost any era of gaming, it, you know, it's, it's something that you can't explain unless you experience it. And even then you find yourself at a loss of words because you can't explain it. VR is such a unique experience and you really have to try it out for yourself to know what it's like. Um, That's an excellent point. Very excellent point. Because you can sit here all day long and try your best to come up with words to explain a game. Yeah. And the person you're explaining it to, if they haven't experienced it in virtual reality for themselves, they will never understand. You can, you know, use all the adjectives you want about how cool it is, how awesome it is, how next level, whatever you want to use until they put the headset on themselves and try it out. Then they get it. It just definitely clicks, dude. And that's what is great about VR to me. It's like when you put it on and you're, and you you play it even at the infancy of this hardware where the graphics aren't the best you know there's there's limitations it's just the immersion um, that really like makes it a whole new level of experience for video games absolutely um, VR has been shown in a lot of different concepts in a lot of different ways um, if you remember Ready Player One, which I'm sure you do, uh, a lot of people saw that movie. Uh, the concept was this VR virtual world. Everybody was in it. You know, kind of reminded me of PlayStation Home. <laughs> we talk about PlayStation Home a lot. Oh you know, it's a virtual virtual world. You got your own character. You know, mix of games, mini games. You, they raced. They had PvP in that movie, all sorts of stuff. But um, Ready Player One, I'm going to use as kind of my example point here to show how people see the future of VR and how VR is this kind of futuristic concept that we are in the very early stages of. You know, VR is a relatively new like people are starting to finally get their ground you're playing games on it and it's not terrible anymore 
it's it's playable <laughs> and you don't have to go to like my dad said you don't have to go to any specific places and rent out headsets and just to play for a few 10 minutes you can actually buy one at home experience it at home and that's that's a very good thing to have that's the next step in vr i think that is our phase two phase one was introducing vr to the world um people got to experience it very basic games but that's that's the basics they're just understanding vr phase two now we have it at home it can be portable now you can take it places with you that's phase two Phase three is really immersing the player in the virtual reality experience. VR is virtual reality. So when you put on that headset, you need to be put in the virtual world, the virtual reality. Um, I think that once games start to really immerse players and really, you know, make them think that they're in this VR world then that's that's a huge step in virtual gaming. Well, I think that's that's kind of where we're at. You know, the prices now are affordable. Uh, Oculus Quest 2 is what 3.99 and that's a great VR experience. PSVR's coming out. It's like PSVR 2's coming out. And they have done an amazing job of, like, the hardware being top-notch um, and the price still being affordable. So we've, I th- <coughs> this is going to be a big generation for VR. Um, it's going to get into more people's hands. The people who aren't gamers are going to start to be, you know, bringing it into their home and ex- have experiences, whether it be video games or movies or concert you know whatever that may be but we'll talk about that kind of about that later tell me now Trey like give me you remember the first time I went I got the PSVR 1 we brought it home we hooked it up tell me your feelings your thoughts of that first VR experience what hooked you? What what were your just thoughts on, you know, when you first experienced that? I will, but I do want to finish off with uh, one last remark mm-hmm. on our last topic. Um, immersing the player isn't all about hardware. It's not what PlayStation puts into their fancy headgear. It's not what Oculus puts into their headgear to make the graphics amazing we need vr developers with a passion Mm. to immerse the player um we saw a game i showed you um into the radius Mm -hmm. and you have a home base your guns can get dirty and you have this whole process of breaking toilet paper putting it on sticks and cleaning out the insides of the gun you you wipe off the outside of the gun and that affects how how if your gun gets jammed a lot you know so i feel like into the radius is a good example of somebody who really wants to immerse their players that immersion yeah 
absolutely um i'm gonna leave off on that topic right there and we're gonna go into the next topic like what he said um yeah i want you to tell me tell first impressions tell the listeners like just give them in the best way that you can we've already said that there's no way to describe it unless you try it for yourself but just you know give me your thoughts on first time you played vr you know that you are standing in your living room or in the gaming room wherever you're at you know that you're standing in there but your brain feels like it was put in this new world you know you your brain thinks that you're put into this virtual reality and everything you interact with is is happening that's a hard to explain experience unless you experience it yourself um playstation vr had a startup screen where it showed you some of the games and you could go and test out i think the first game we played was um Mm -hmm. You dived in a shark tank, and you were in this cage. It was very basic. You stayed in one space. You didn't move. Mm. It was just kind of look around. You didn't interact with much. It was just a stay still, look around experience. And yet, that was so (laughs) amazing to me because your brain, again, kind of tricks itself to putting you in this virtual world. Um, other games where you're actually playing and interacting with stuff like uh, we'll take Rec Room for example if you remember Rec Room oh, yeah. that has a regular console version and that has a VR version mm-hmm. VR is a very fun way to experience gaming because you're looking through the the actual main character protagonist eyes and you feel like you're that protagonist more than looking at it through a 3d screen you're looking through their eyes their eyes are your eyes quite literally so that's super super cool to experience playing record and paintball was fun you know you could duck behind cover in real life and it'd do it in the game it's a lot more of a physical experience than pressing buttons on a controller um it's just such a unique mm-hmm. way to to game that's a good explanation now this just popped in my head but talk about how different and i guess you kind of did but like you know we we've always played games on flat screens they're 3d worlds but you're still consuming it through a flat tv screen like how much better i don't know if you give me a number like you know flat screen gaming is a three but you know flat screen gaming is awesome we've always played games like that but then it's like you go into this other dimension in virtual reality right and I don't know if you can add, if you want to add to that, I wanted to ask you the question, like, how, how would you describe that? Where would you put that at in your, in your gaming experiences, I guess? It's 
a really good gaming experience, but um, I will say that PlayStation VR, the first one, was not a favorite for me. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think PlayStation VR two will be a lot better. Um, I really want to experience some games on there because I feel like the graphics will be much 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 improved the controls will be much 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 improved I feel like everything's going to be a step up from what it used to be and PlayStation VR was a a great experience don't get me wrong but I feel like even in that virtual world PlayStation VR left it kind of limited um, very, very good and valid point. Now, if I experience VR on an Oculus or a Quest, then maybe I'd have a, a different kind of idea and different look at it. But um, besides going to a, a place where you could do an escape room or something for a little while, mm-hmm. we didn't get to experience the Quest in its true uh, fashion. That's a very good point and kind of leads us down another path. I'll kind of give some more of my thoughts on the PlayStation VR 1, which is what I've had the most experience with playing VR-wise. Um, like, you know, and I'm not even going to sit here and try to des- describe how awesome it was. The immersion is next level. Um, Absolutely. Imagine, it, it really is, and nobody's going to get this unless you play virtual reality so if you haven't played virtual reality um i implore you to go out find a friend who's got a setup go to their house and try it out for yourself go find a store that maybe has a, a demo setup where you can try out the headset there a convention you know try it out if you're interested in it try it out because i promise you you will be sold when you put it on and you try it out, you will be sold. promise you that. And so, obviously, I explained how I got sold and invested some money in PSVR 1. Um, and like Trey was saying, that experience is amazing. It was for me. Now, sure. he, he was 100% correct, and there were limitations right there there was definitely some limitations the graphics were kind of blurry and not very clear good um it w- the biggest flaw with psvr1 was the setup I th- I, it, it collected dust for me after the newness wore off simply because the setup was a pain in the butt too many wires too many cables got the wires unhook, were unhook this unhook my regular gaming setup for ps4 to hook it up to the vr box and rerun K it was way too much of a hassle and I was I was gonna besides mention. that point when I played it I loved it mm-hmm. I had fun in rec room uh, the demo I forget it was PlayStation worlds I think it was called where they they had all the 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 shark cage that you went down in and what Trey was that game you literally just sat there or stood up and looked around and just experienced it and still that was awesome. Like, I wouldn't call it a game <laughs> by any means, but that's just that simple experience sells you on virtual reality. And that's 
even though it got better over time, uh, there were better games that came out. Um, there were there were simple games like you know laser tag and disc golf, things like that that you could play in Rec Room and other games. It left you wanting more. Mm-hmm. They all felt like demos or experiences, interactive experiences that were amazing. But as a gamer, you wanted more. And I'm not a big Skyrim person, but Sky I did have Skyrim PSVR 1. And so, like, that was like a game you could play, you know, on in virtual reality and that it literally it just puts you inside the world of Skyrim. So I think that's where it needs the technology needs to go. There needs to be more games. It's like we keep getting experiences, short things and I want to see better thought out gaming game experiences for VR instead of just Look how cool it is to be here and look around. And I'm with you. I think we've gotten, you know, of course, developers are more comfortable. Hardware is so much better. Um, we're going to start having those experiences this this go around. Um, and so those, those are, uh, I was kind of hopefully gave you a good one more, one more note. thought of, of my experiences, impressions. Trey's got one more thing. We're going to move on. Um one of the biggest flaws for the PlayStation VR for me, you know, we already talked about that. In order for VR to succeed, I think, as a gaming experience, it needs to immerse the player. A lot of video games do this, and they're very successful in immersing the player. That's a big factor for any, any video game. Um, VR, on the other hand, it is probably one of the most important factors um putting the player in that virtual world Mm. the biggest part of playstation vr that kind of sucked for me was the wires on the headset you know they hit you a lot you'd get tangled in them and that threw the immersion off by that was a big like punch in the gut yeah, in the immersion part, you know, you'd be playing super hot. That's a game you got to move around <laughs> a lot. You got to move around all the time in super hot, picking up guns, dodging bullets. You know, you you you're always constantly moving in that game. And when you're playing it on PlayStation VR one, it is ridiculous how many times you'll find yourself caught in the cords. Um, I just wanted to say like that that was a big flaw of the PlayStation VR one. Yeah, and that, and we'll talk about more about that later. Towards the end, we want to talk about kind of our wish list or the things we hope for the future of VR. So we'll get more into that later. Right now, let's just kind of go through, you know, some of our favorite experiences or games that we've played in VR up to this point. I'll start off. You just mentioned it. Super hot. So far, that may be my number one VR game. And it was an early game, uh, but it was simple. It was fun. Uh, I just enjoyed it a lot. 
it was cool. It was cool to watch somebody else play it. It was cool to play it yourself. Um, it was simple enough to where anybody could play it. That you put a headset on, you know, it wasn't overly complicated, but it was still a lot of fun. So that was one of my one of my favorites. You have some you want to mention? We um, we bought a PlayStation VR and we bought a virtual reality headset. And I would say like when people were still or companies were still kind of experimenting with virtual reality. So, um, you know, we didn't have the best first experience with VR as, say, someone with a Quest would or any other virtual reality headset just because um, PlayStation VR had kind of a limited array of games and we didn't really play that many games besides, you know, Super Hot, some of the tech demos and Rec Room. We didn't play that many games. But um, out of the games I did play, probably Super Hot. It's a very unique idea that's perfectly fit for VR the player stands in a spot I mean you don't have to move around in the game you don't move around in the game you stand still and you you dodge bullets and slow time you pick up guns you you know all this stuff happens and I think it's just a perfect VR experience so because you can physically dodge bullets you see a bullet whiz past your head you can physically pick up objects and block them or throw them at somebody that was a really good experience um playstation vr 2 i think is very 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 quickly going to win my heart with a lot of the games that are going to release on there um super excited for gran turismo vr for the right, PlayStation don't, VR. Don't too. get into the future. We're talking about the old experiences. I'm just saying, like <laughs> PlayStation VR one, I I think it kind of sucked. Um, besides, right, but you forgot about this one because I know you agree with me on this. And this came out a little later in 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 the life of PSVR one, the Astrobot game. Do you remember that? Do you think that was as cool as I did? It was a simple platformer game, right? You're just jumping from here to there and flying with your little astrobot and completing these puzzles and collecting the coins and things. But which would be a kind of a boring basic game if played on your TV. But when you're in virtual reality and you were like turning to your right to see this different platform and you would have to control the guy that's in front of you and fly him over there and look at him the whole time and you know you're in that world you're looking around at the enemies kind of on the little thing in front of you and flying around above you did you do you remember that game i love that game i remember it but again i don't think that was the I didn't um, do it for you i no. love that one i honestly think the PlayStation 5 with their uh, controller tech demo with Astrobots. I think that was a better game in my opinion. Than oh, that game VR. was amazing. Well, yeah. Today we're talking about VR. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, Moss was always a game that I wanted to play. I heard great things about it. It was similar to that Astrobot game in that you know it was kind of a platformer puzzle game where you're 
kind of in the world looking at the character and controlling them but it had more of a story i never got around to play that so maybe we'll get that for psvr2 tetris effect was very cool i mean it's tetris but then there's like the effects and the things going on around you in the virtuality was awesome um what about one of the first game this probably came out on release day i think it was maybe the first game that i bought remember the the batman arkham arkham game i did that was a cool experience it wasn't really a game but just like being in the world being going in the bat cave and i remember one part specifically that stuck with me was when like you go in the bat cave and you're about to Put on the bat suit to go do some missions and detective work to figure out some stuff but you put the mask on and by like pulling it over your head and then there's a mirror there and it's like you're looking in the mirror moving your head and you're batman you know, that was so cool to me <laughs> i know it's so simple but that's what vr does do simple stuff just because of the immersion is just like amazing Resident Evil, I played a little bit of that. I've never been a big Resident Evil person. Um, and then in VR, dude, that game's scary as hell. I'm sorry, I got <laughs> I'm just a wimp, I guess. But I was not. A, <laughs> I got to some parts in there. I was like, dude, I'm I'm done with this. Because most of the time, I'm playing VR by myself. I'm like, dude, I'm turning this off. But that was a really cool game. That was one of the more gaming experience VR games. What else did I play that was cool? Oh, they had the one, the one uh, that was on that PlayStation World's demo disc with the shark cage, but it was the gun one. Remember that one? That was cool. Yeah, the remember that you like riding in the car, shooting out at the bad yeah. guys on motorcycles. That was a cool one. The one, the game that got me really excited for, uh, as far as a, what I feel like was a great experience gaming-wise and VR, No Man's Sky. When I finally got the PSVR headset and played some games and fell in love with the immersion and wanted more gaming experience from it, all I could think about was, oh my god. No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky needs a VR update. No Man's Sky needs a VR. Finally, it came out. Unfortunately, when it came out, I was kind of over the VR bug, uh, the newness, mostly just the setup. I was over it. Like, I had unhooked it all and kind of put it to the side. I did end up hooking it up and trying No Man's Sky out. Because, at that time, no because man's of the sky. limitations, though, like we talked about, because of the limitations, like the graphics not being the best on PSVR one, uh, the controllers not being the best, a little wonky with tracking and stuff, it wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. I am looking forward to playing it on PSVR two, though. At that time, No Man's Sky was a pretty bad game in itself, too. True. Skyrim, I played it to try it out. Not a big Skyrim fan again, uh, but it was cool being there in VR. What else? You got any other games that you remember uh, that I'd, were that were cool that 
you just want to give a shout out to? Uh, we didn't talk about dreams, did we? No, I, I, I don't even know if I ever actually played dreams in VR. Um, that's a really cool, um, I wish game though. Dreams is an amazing game. I wish it would have, like, got more popular. I guess is the word. I wish more people were playing it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I didn't play it enough. But every time I played it, I was amazed at the stuff people had created. Oh yeah, making like this art and these levels, these game levels, making your own experiences and virtual reality where you're kind of making your own game or you're making your own art piece and then you can post it and other people can see that was that was really cool it was a really cool experience um job simulator oh it was fun but no i don't know that's that's job simulator is that would be up there on one of my favorites it's um, really fun. Mostly, it's it's one of those experiences, right? Yeah, You're that's what I was going to say. But, man, it's a lot so of the VR funny. Games. It's good, the comedy. So, yeah, just an experience, but I, I liked it a lot. A lot of the VR games was still like a... Felt like tech demos. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Just experiences. Farpoint, I bought that to try it out that was cool it came with the little uh the gun accessory you put your controllers on you kind of had a gun i had firewall played a little bit of that all very cool um a lot of cool experiences mostly psvr1 personally i loved it i really enjoyed a lot of the experiences i got it the immersion kind of hooked me but the rest of the hardware was just that was was the fault for me uh the graphics not quite being up to par was always even though the immersion like kind of made you forget about that the graphics not quite being there the setup of the psvr1 with the separate box and unhooking cables that's kind of where it all lost me. The games weren't there yet either. I don't think and you're right, game yeah. developers really put in the the passion and the 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 work to make a decent VR game that didn't feel like a tech demo. Right. So this is all on experiences of PlayStation VR one, by one. the way. But we did not experience Oculus. We did not own an Oculus. We did not own any other VR headset. We strictly experienced the PSVR one. So if you had a yep. different experience, yep. this is just our experience. Um, do know that we're not talking about VR in a whole. This is our experience with the PlayStation VR one. Yeah, I, I, Oculus was definitely a a significant step up from PSVR one. Um, so kind of to um, lead us into our next part of the conversation I told Trey the other day and I was going to keep it a surprise I couldn't wait anymore 
like I said at the beginning, PSVR 2 comes out in two days on the 22nd. I told Trey last night that I had pre-ordered it and it'll be here. And so we've talked about our impressions and our experiences playing VR up until this point. Uh, we talked about some of our favorite quote-unquote games that we played in VR. Tell me, are you excited for PSVR 2? I think you are. I hope so, because <laughs> I just bought it for us to play. Uh, how excited are you? What are you expecting from it? Um, really, all I'm expecting is to have a better experience than PSVR 1. How much but, better? How much um, better do you think it'll be? Um, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, extremely better because I've heard huge graphical improvements. The fact that Gran Turismo is even a lineup for the games on there that shows that there's going to be a huge graphical improvement because Gran Turismo is a big graphical game. Sure. So for PSVR 2 to be able to run that game, um, I'm hoping that it can live up to that, those graphics. And let me jump in right there because that kind of um, shows you how big, how significant of an improvement I think PSVR 2 is going to be. Remember they had Gran Turismo on PSVR 1. They had Gran you Turismo Sport. You probably don't remember it because we didn't mess with it. We it didn't was play Gran it. Turismo Sport. And the Sport. reason we didn't play it or I wasn't interested in it because it was such a toned down um, experience. Featureless. You know, it was just lacking in so many ways. You couldn't yeah. play online. So you're basic, you were basically doing time trials against a ghost. And then we've already talked about, you know, graphics weren't very good. You know, so now with PSVR 2, Gran Turismo 7 came out a few months ago. My understanding is you're getting the full Gran Turismo 7 game, the full experience, everything. Online mode, single player, all the cars, all the tracks. Everything that you can experience in the regular game, you'll get in PSVR 2. But you'll have that immersion. You'll have the much improved graphics. And that right there, that one game just kind of shows the jump in in technology from PSVR 1 to PSVR 2. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us. But I'm excited about Gran Turismo 7 2 being on there. What else? What else sure. do you think? Um... I'm expecting the controllers to be a lot better. Wow. I mean, PlayStation one. VR 1 controllers sucked. <laughs> you were using controllers that came out with the PS3 hmm. was relevant. Very good point. You were using those controllers that had the little, look like light bulbs <laughs> at the end. The orbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just... I, I didn't like them. The tracking wasn't great. You'd have it. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, the best experience. So you're 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 excited for improved graphics, much improved graphics. I'm hoping. Yeah. You're excited about improved control systems. Anything else you've heard or seen that 
I don't know this. Kind of got you excited. Any games? I don't know this yet because I haven't seen any games that I'm specifically excited for besides Gran Turismo. But I really hope that their game catalog can expand on VR because a big a big thing about the Oculus is that it has such a better game library than the PlayStation VR ever had. So if they step it up and introduce some loved PC games and they and they open up and they maybe they make more PlayStation exclusive mm-hmm. VR games especially with the price that they're making PlayStation VR 2, I think that will open a wide variety of people to buy the PlayStation VR 2. They really need to make a good game catalog for that to be uh, a really good VR console. I 100% agree. And I think the launch kind of titles I've seen, even though it's grown the closer we get to the release, still there's not a lot that wows me. Um, But I think because of that catalog from the Oculus and PC, a lot of those developers, this is a way to make more money on game that they've already made. I I think a lot of those games, especially probably the good ones, will, will make their way to PSVR too. Um, but since we're talking about that, what do you think, you know, because there's kind of two games to me that Sony is really pushing that stick out to me as kind of their flagship, uh, day one, uh, these are the games you should get. Um, these are our best experiences from day one. And that one we talked about already, Gran Turismo seven, I think that's just going to be an amazing VR experience. Probably one of the best if not the best virtual reality racing experiences you can have the second one is the horizon game it's a playstation first party game they're releasing this they built this vr game slash experience for it do you have any thoughts about that are you excited for it not really or you're just going to kind of play it and take it in i'm not really worried about Horizon VR from what I've seen I don't I don't know I don't I don't feel like I'd like it that much personally but I don't think PlayStation should be doing what they're doing if they really didn't have a good amount of games to release on day 1 then they should have delayed the release of PlayStation VR 2 because I'm afraid that when they, if they have any finally good games, then same thing's going to happen with what happened to PlayStation VR 1, and we're just going to be tired of the crappiness at that point. (laughs) Okay. I, I think that they should open PlayStation VR 2 with a good variety of games to keep players interested in the VR experience and keep playing VR and by the time they do add those games that's like uh, an extra addition to just keep players fueling players into the VR experience if players don't have a wide variety of games to play 
when they get PlayStation VR 2, that could be a big fall off for them. And if it collects dust until a new game comes out, they might not bother to set it up again. It's a valid argument. Um, I'm, I would say I'm a little bit more excited than what Trey sounds like he is. I'm pretty darn excited about PSVR 2. Trey sounds like he's got some concerns, valid concerns. Me, I guess, see, I'm kind of a tech geek at heart anyway. I love, you know, researching what's the best TV, computer hardware, um, smartwatches, phones, just tech, dude. I love it. I love it. I'm, you know, I do a lot of research and reading on things. And so new hardware, new tech gets me excited. And even though I felt there were some lacking things on PSVR 1 and those experiences, I'm super excited from what I've read and researched on PSVR 2. I think the graphics, the 4K OLED screens, dude, it's going to be a huge improvement. Huge improvement over the, the PSVR 1. The controls, like Trey said, um, no doubt they will be another big improvement over what we had to deal with with PSVR 1. So, I'm really expecting great things. I mean, the, the foveated, now here's my tech geek coming out, foveated rendering, uh, the the haptic feedback on the controls the the tension and the triggers the the haptic feedback and the headset itself i think all of that just gives it that little bit more immersion when you're playing these games but i think along with the hardware kind of getting up to speed finally developers are also getting up to speed and you know while I don't think Horizon is going to be that game that, you know, blows us out of the water, uh, it's definitely going to be like a visual um, thing that just, wow, this is crazy. This is, you know, <clears throat> and again, it, 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 it takes your mind to what could be. All right, now. You know what's the what's the next game that I can't wait to get into? This is a more fleshed out game that has these kind of visuals. I think Gran Turismo is going to be that from day one. Um, I think that experience in itself, if you're any kind of racing fan, if you experience Gran Turismo on PSVR two, I think that's going to sell you on it 100. Just that one game. Um, so yeah, I do have. You know, some slight concerns that I want to see, you know, what the future is. But I'm also looking at it as I know I'm going to love the tech. I know that the improvements are there um, graphically and control-wise. Um, and I'm hoping that the support for the games and stuff are there. I mean, No Man's Sky, like I already said, I think that's going to be really cool on this version of PSVR because the graphic wise is going to be so much better. Um, some of those other, you know, Skyrim, I may jump back and try that again and more games like that when they come out. 
I want to add a thing about Gran Turismo 7 VR. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for it in that it's the full game of Gran Turismo 7. I think Gran Turismo 7 is kind of PlayStation's way of showing off their hardware. Not a tech demo, but a way of showing off their hardware to new VR players. Um, Because Gran Turismo 7 is a free PlayStation VR upgrade, isn't it? Yeah. It's a free PlayStation VR upgrade. You get the VR. So if you own Gran Turismo 7, you get the VR version for free. Um, I think it's a way of PlayStation, you know, for new VR players who own Gran Turismo 7, they can go in and they can really experience, you know, how great those graphics look, how good those, how good the feedback feels, how good everything is, the sound, just absolutely everything. I think they kind of did that on purpose with Gran Turismo because Gran Turismo is such a pretty game. So putting that in VR is kind of showing those virtual reality players. Well, not only that, but just racing in general is like built. I mean, real racers, they when they can't practice in a real race car, they practice in virtual reality. Sure. Because it's as close to real as you can get. So racing is like perfect for virtual reality and like i said if you got any if you like racing at all if you like that if you play gran turismo 7 that's going to sell you on getting virtual reality um i can't wait to to try that out and play it but the game itself and this is kind of like the game itself is already great not in virtual reality. The game itself's fun. I've oh, been yeah. hooked on it the past month or month and a half, collecting cars, doing races, and I kind of paused on that because I want to wait till the VR comes out and pick back up where I left off. But you know, we already talked about as soon as you put that headset on, the immersion is just like takes you to another world. So it's like the game's already great. The graphics are gonna be are gonna be awesome. Now you're being put in that world once you put that headset on i i I think that experience is going to be so cool you stopping where you left off on gran turismo i've kind of stopped yeah i played a little bit this morning but i want to wait for that headset now no for me (laughs) i'm trying to get as far into gran turismo as i'm trying to get into professional race Ah. racing before i get the vr or try it out in vr (laughs) how awesome was that gonna be because like i really um when i get the vr and i try it on the vr i want to have as much cars in my garage as i can (laughs) to try out on vr i want to have all the experiences available to me as I can in the VR game mode. I don't want to be <laughs> stuck in the, you know, kind of beginner yeah. races. Driving around I, in a VW Beetle in VR. I want to do a professional <laughs> <laughs> race. Racing the VW Beetle <laughs> race in VR. It's yeah. great. I want to I wanna 
do a professional race in VR and, you know, experience that. And I also want to experience a beetle race. <laughs> I want to experience everything, which is why I want to get as far as I can into Gran Turismo before that, uh, before I experience it in VR. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly excited for Gran Turismo 7. That's been announced. I, I mean, there's also games like Pavlov that I know was really big on PC and Oculus. Um, there's is some, that coming? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's coming. That's cool. There's a lot of games, a lot of games I don't even know about that are that are coming. So, there's some other games I'm excited for, but I'm mostly excited that like the hardware now, I feel like is great sure. and affordable. Yeah. And that the experiences, the the games, the really good games now are going to come because of that. Um, you know VR is still new despite it being a worked concept and we're actually getting hardware that's decent now it's still new still very new so game developers are kind of rare for VR you don't have a lot of you don't have I don't think any developers that I know off the top of my head that strictly work on virtual reality sure. games. I mean, the, the numbers just aren't there that make yeah. sense, you know? There's way more PlayStation 5s out there than there are VR, PSVR 2 owners, you know? So it's like the money's in making the console game I think until the numbers on the, the VR owners get up there. Yeah. I think before any companies start really putting in money on making VR games, there are going to be a lot of, you know, individual people who put in work to make experiences. The smaller, the smaller developers, and, yeah. Yeah, and when they when they start making money, then those big developers are going to be like, all right, we should start investing in VR. And I think when those big companies start doing that and we get buttloads of games in VR, then that's going to kind of be the start of a new era of gaming. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So that's a great transition. What are some of your wishes, your hopes? Uh, What types of games do you hope they start making for virtual reality? Um, What kind of features do you wish that, you know, they could add what kind of things are you, you know, do you see being the next step in virtual reality? Do you I'm want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. All right. Uh, I've already talked about it a few times this episode, a lot of times this episode. Um, immersing the player is, should be number one for gaming and VR. You know, obviously you have to make the experience fun. That, that's basics of gaming <laughs> but immersing the player in VR should be a priority so my hopes is that these small developers who are trying to make VR games that they really put in the effort to make you in put in that virtual world like the playstation vr 2 has 
haptic feedback on the headset mm-hmm. um it's got a lot of unique features that developers if they want to make their game immersive and very you know put as much love into it as possible they need to make use of that so i hope that developers take advantage of the playstation vr 2's features i hope that developers really put in the effort into making a immersive experience and i'm i hope also that that we get a lot of racing games because <laughs> i mean i was not yeah. a big racing, More racing fan. games bring them on yeah i was not a big fan of racing until imagine i started playing the, grand turismo this 7. just hit me you said that imagine need for speed sure vr you know a def certainly a more arcadey a different style graphically than a gran turismo like uh, dude it would kill on vr even cooler than that um think of a full-fledged not a tech demo like they have done before a full-fledged spider-man game in vr oh yeah that'd be they've got to be so cool sony has to be working on that got to be (coughs) i definitely i think that's probably in the works into the radius i want a game i want into the radius or i want a game similar to into the radius coming to playstation vr 2 that post-apocalyptic fallout-esque game that's kind of so that's so cool for vr it feels like you're there fallout does a really good job um immersing the player in a story so putting them in that world and immersing them in the story is huge and i think that those post-apocalyptic games those are really cool especially into the radius where it does a lot of um it does a lot of that immersive stuff where you're cleaning guns, you're finding loot in places, you're interacting with the world. Into the Radius has a story. It's I I just think games like that need to be capitalized in VR because it's it's such just a perfect game for that. Yeah, I agree. So probably that would be number one at the top of my list too. More games gaming experiences better gaming yeah you know vr games um how about some some mmo style games you sure. know open worlds where you know there's a lot of people out here and i can group up with them and we can go and find you know Go into caves and find loot. We can go battle some bosses together. I think games like that are, are missing from VR. Definitely. Uh, definitely co-op gaming. Man, I want to... Some of my favorite experiences was just playing Rec Room with my friend Joke. He had PSVR 1. And, dude, we, we were... You could shoot basketball in there just, you know, for fun. You could throw discs. You could play all the little games that they had. Or you could just talk with other people we had so much fun doing that those just those little co-op experiences with your friends virtually 
make co-op gaming that much more fun. Multiplayer needs to be uh, in VR. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons that first Gran Turismo was terrible in VR. Besides graphically, just there's no, you tell me I can't go online and race eight other people, 10 other people, 12, you know, whatever the number is. I can't go online and race other people in virtual reality. What is this? So I want to see, you know, kind of them expand on better gaming experiences and different types of gaming experiences. Um, one thing that kind of um, caught me off guard with PSVR 1 that I got super um, excited about was um, this company called Next VR would allow you to watch live NBA games in virtual reality like you were sitting courtside watching the game. This topic isn't really for me because I wouldn't be doing Yeah, Th- to, this to me... I would love to be able to do that. I watch a lot of basketball. I watch uh, UFC. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times, me and my friends, I'll, I'll stream some of that or we'll all watch it together while we're in a PlayStation party or a Discord party and kind of, you know, chat along and give our own commentary and joke around while we're watching these events. Imagine virtually sitting next to your buddy watching a Pelicans game or an NBA playoff game or whatever it is you want to watch. And, it, you know, that, I don't know, that immersion, that experience just would make it so much cooler. So I want to see some stuff like that. Now, I know Next VR has been bought by Apple. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But somebody needs to do it. Somebody needs to do going to concerts, um, watching a movie or a TV show. There should be while you're a, sitting um, like in a living room or a virtual couch with your friend watching the show together and just talking, you know. I think we need a lot more of that. Which leads me into my biggest wish list item of all time, and I know you're with me on this. If PlayStation wants to bring a lot of people to PSVR two and they want to just take over that social kind of VR world that, I mean, I'm going to be honest, Metaverse has never appealed to me. It looks dumb. <laughs> the The graphics are like too cartoony and wonky. You don't even have legs. I don't know what you do there. It just looks stupid. PlayStation Home VR is my biggest wish list item. I've always wanted them to bring back PlayStation Home just in general because I loved it just as a as an app on your system to go play when you didn't feel like playing a game, you wanted to do some other stuff, you wanted to go bowling with your friends, play cards, whatever. Imagine Imagine PlayStation Home in virtual reality. Do you? What do you think? A lot of people, their communities centered around bringing PlayStation Home back, but um, but this would take it to another level, right? This is 
probably the best way to bring it back because somebody at Sony has had to have like pitched this idea. <laughs> it wouldn't be necessarily the PlayStation Home that we're used to. It's a new experience. They don't have to call it PlayStation Home. We know it's PlayStation Home. They need to make a experience that's similar to PlayStation Home that allows this kind of binge, chill with your friends kind of game. I was going to say that earlier, but um, I didn't get the chance to. A game like Rec Room, this Mm. is kind of my idea or pitch for this PlayStation VR type kind of game. Um, or PlayStation Home VR type of game. Um, you know, just a hangout with your friends when you don't want to play a shooter, when you don't want to do anything. You just have this big hangout. You can go wherever you want. You can do whatever you want. Go bowling, play cards, go watch a game. There should be an experience where you could grab a couple friends and just hop in virtual reality and just relax yep especially when you have any amount of friends that you know that you just know online you know a lot of people so many people who play video games i would definitely argue a good 90 percent of the of gamers 99 percent of gamers have one person on their friends list that they don't know in real life that's i think that's sure the case almost every single person has that one dude that's cool that they know and you just you met playing you, game that you met oh, playing a game yeah. being able to see them in vr is really cool because you know, sometimes you don't want to buy a flight ticket to go to wherever they live or wherever. They don't want to buy a flight ticket to wherever you live. You can hang out in VR and get the experience of chilling with them just like it's in real life. You you know, you may have hung out with them and they may have moved away. It's a friend who moved away. And, you know, they don't want to come and take a flight back to come see you anymore you know every time you want to hang out Mm -hmm. you may do it occasionally on holidays but or certain certain times you just make plans but if you just want to hang out all the time they need a game where you and your friends can just hang out i don't think rec room's good i don't think it's there yet though because it's not a truly, you know, just kind of hangout game. There's the game centered around mini games and and yeah, paintball I, and all that. I think um, Rec Room is is pretty close to that. What you're talking about, but it's not quite yeah what it needs to be from my perspective. And I think your perspective is similar. But PlayStation Home was that. You need to be able to you know have your own house and exactly. invite your friends over, watch a sports. You have an apartment. Imagine being Game. in that apartment. If you ever got to play PlayStation Home, one of the cool things about it, you had an apartment. You could buy different apartments. You could buy a house. You could 
completely design all of that, put the furniture in and different things that you collected, playing it, put them in that apartment and decorate it. Now imagine having that virtually in VR. Now imagine not only that, but then invite your friends to come to your apartment. And then if they could incorporate, like we were talking about, being able to watch Netflix in your apartment with your friend, being able to put on a, a, a basketball game on your TV in your apartment, watch it with your friends. Being able to share music in there with your friends. Being able to sit down at a table and play cards with your friends. Saying, hey, let's go to the bowling alley and go bowling with your friends. PlayStation Home was that, you know? It was that kind of space you're describing that rec room, for whatever reason, just is not quite it it has a lot of that but it's not quite it playstation home was a lot of it um and i just feel like if they just took that base concept of playstation home made it virtual reality and added a few more things dude it would be a home run for playstation and place and vr sure and that kind of ties it all in. You know, you started the episode talking about Ready Player One. You know, everybody connected in their VR headsets and being in this open living world and playing games together. Uh, we talked about all, you know, having more co-op and more experiences together with your friends. And so we, I wanted to end this, I guess, on what we want from the future of VR. And I would say that's exactly it I want that that you know of course I'm not going to say that is completely it but I know that hardware is going to continue to get better you know cables there are going to be less cables Oculus is already wireless you know I'm, I'm assuming the next version of PSVR is going to be wireless you know Hardware is going to continue to get better. Graphics are going to improve. All those stuff we know is going to get better. So, yeah, for me, it's just the... the. I want to see something like that. I want to see a PlayStation Home kind of living world. You can just go to... Metaverse definitely ain't it. Rec Room, not bad, but it's not it either. Somebody, some company is going to come out with that just perfect hangout gaming entertainment virtual area that we're all going to want to go to and hang out with our friends the that's, future, what, that's what i'm excited for in the future the future vr needs is simply just effort from the companies that make the headsets all the way to the employees that make the games each individual game should be unique um i think all the all of the um headsets should have good hardware have better hardware every time they make a new one they just we need effort put in by the people making our headsets and our game experiences that's they're shaping the future for vr i'm I know that companies who are producing headsets will make good headsets. That's how you make a good console. You improve it. If you don't improve a new console, there's you can't really advertise that. Nobody's going to buy that. But um, 
really it's the effort put in by the um the developers out there the small teams of people who are making an effort to build the future of gaming this is the future of gaming so really it's i think it's up to the um the people the people who make our games they're the future of vr And I'm kind of worried because <laughs> a lot really of games. Skeptical this episode. <laughs> a lot of games that have been coming out recently have not been hitting the mark. Oh, dude, gaming. Yeah, we don't even want to go down that. But that's a different episode. Gaming in general, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll save that for maybe episode four. So we'll end it there. Uh, thank you so much, as always for spending time with us listening to us ramble on about our gaming experiences talking to y'all we appreciate that so much for those of you that are listening uh, please come back please go back and listen to the older episodes if you haven't if this is the first one you've listened to Trey mentioned at the beginning of the show we just put out a uh, Raised on Retro Spotify playlist we're adding video game music to there so make sure you go to Spotify, search Raised on Retro, find our playlist, add that to your uh, listening. If you've listened for these last few episodes and you like our content, don't be afraid to get involved. Man, I mean, like, we don't bite. How we, do they get involved? Tell them how they get involved. Multiple ways. We have a social media. Talk to us on social media. TikTok. We Raised got, on Retro. Mm-hmm. We got a Gmail. Talk to us on Gmail. Send Gmail. Us a, send Raised us a on mail. Retro Podcast at gmail.com. Raised on Retro Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Topics we want to talk about. Uh, tell us something. You, you know, your thoughts, your favorite VR games. Send us some songs that you we should add that maybe we don't know about that we should add to the Spotify playlist. Don't be afraid Hit to... Us up. Don't be afraid to criticize us either. Criticize, give us some criticize feedback. us. Very I, we we need that. We want to Listen, improve our content for please. you guys to make the absolute best podcast we'll, that we can for you. I'll roast you back. <laughs> Promise. No, no. I'm I'm always open for criticism. Maybe some ideas you have on things we can do differently. New things that we can add to the show. Whatever it is. We would love to get some feedback from you guys. I want to be involved with this community, man. I, I want you guys to talk to us. That, that'd yes. be awesome. So please, if you are listening, please continue to listen. We thank you. We appreciate you. Please uh, share it with your friends. Maybe they, you know, give us a listen and they like us. We're on TikTok. Send us an uh, email. Thank you so much for your time. We'll try and get episodes on a better schedule than we have been uh see y'all later peace out